and welcome to The Top, the podcast that provides you with what you need to succeed in the real estate world. Brought to you by the Collin County Association of Realtors. Get ready to tackle top real estate topics in bite-sized amounts with CCAR President Shauna Quisto and Jonna Fernandez, CCAR's Chief Operating Officer. Hi, Shauna. Hi, Jonna. Welcome to the top. I'm happy to be here. Me too, although I wish we were poolside right about now. <sighs> I would not object to that either. So have you noticed an increase in pools across our market? An increase in pools. Well, a lot of people do have pools. So, yeah. So as a realtor, um, can you tell us how much value does a pool bring to a home? And can homeowners who build the pool, you know, pay for the cost themselves, can they recoup those costs to install their pool once they sell their home? So a couple things to that. We used to hear all the time, if you want to, if you plan on putting a pool in, it is probably beneficial to buy a home that already has a pool um, that exists. So what I have seen, and it it varies, but just something that we have seen over the last few years is when you have a home that has a pool, I mean, I've seen it sell for maybe a hundred thousand more than a home that doesn't have a pool. Oh, wow. Okay. So, you know, we do see them sell at a much higher higher price now the appraised value what the appraiser puts on that pool um, is definitely doesn't match the hundred the hundred thousand or the increase that you see in the in the sales price okay so it's much much less okay so I bet that all of this is safe to say that this is for well-maintained pools, of course, right? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> so today we are joined by PoolWorks franchise owner, Lindsay Barker, and Lindsay is going to take us through Poolside School. Ooh. So this is an excellent episode to share with any clients that you have uh, to ensure that their pool lasts, and not just for their enjoyment, but to bring in top dollar when it's time to sell. So excited to have Lindsay here. Thank you for joining us today, Lindsay. Yes. Thank you, ladies. Super happy to be here. So before we jump in, no pun intended, (laughs) or dive in, it could be either. Um, Before we start talking about how to maintain a pool, can you tell us, Lindsay, a little bit about the importance of maintaining a pool and how quickly things can go badly? Yeah, so you and your family and your friends swim in this body of water, right? You don't want them getting sick because of, you know, improper balanced water and whatnot. So... Um, It's really important to hire a professional. Um, Pools can go south in a matter of days, especially if you have a huge party, um, dogs in the pool. I think this is the most crazy fact that I have found out um, in maintaining pools and owning this company is um, pets are equivalent to sometimes 20 people in a pool. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah, so if you can imagine if you have three dogs and that jump in the pool for 10 minutes a day, that is equivalent to having a full-blown party in your pool. Okay, I have to pause yeah. for a second. I have ducks. <laughs> yeah, ducks. So um, what about ducks? So, is that a dog? Is that... Um, I think that would be like a small child. Are they, you know, defecating <laughs> in the pool? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but, but birds are... I would say birds aren't that bad. Maybe oh. like a chihuahua in the pool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You can I'm, continue. I'm good, I just yeah. had to add that. I'm, I'm good with the ducks as long as you are. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, it can take about a week for things to go south. It really depends on who all is using the pool. So that'll be my answer about a week. And okay. again, based on wow, who's using it. Wow, that's not long. It's not, <laughs> no. 
So I, I've seen some fabulous pools and I've seen some that are scary. Mm -hmm. Um, and it does affect the purchase price. You know, I, uh, mentioned earlier that you, you can see a huge increase in what you're, what you walk away with if your home has a pool, but it does have to be, you know, in a, in a decent condition. So what is the worst pool condition you've ever seen? So there was this house in Prosper and it was actually on the market. So, and it was vacant, it was staged because it was like 1 million plus. And this, these poor couple, they, they were paying a pool professional, but they weren't there to see if they were coming or not. So I get a call from one of my realtors and she's just stressed to the max and it's about six o'clock. She's like, Lindsay, the photographer is going to be there tomorrow morning and the pool is green. And I was like, are they paying a pool professional? They're like, well, they're paying, but they're obviously not showing up. So it was really late in the summer and this is when we only had one truck and it was actually me. And I don't, you can't see me, but I'm not a small person (laughs) and I was cleaning 60 pools a week. So it was a little stressful. So I pull up to this house and it's dark and um, I turn the light onto the pool and again, it's vacant. There's no one there. It's just me. And uh, you couldn't see the cleaner in the bottom of the pool. You couldn't see the, um, the zero gravity like entry. You know, it was, it was pretty rough looking and they were taking pictures the next day. And so true, true to what we do. Um, I stayed late. I stayed for about three hours and shocked it, added salt, cleaned the filter and by the time I left, it was like um, a dark blue. You couldn't see the bottom, but I told the homeowner who could control the, the pool system from their phone. I was like, run the pump constantly and tell me what time pictures are. Thankfully, it was late in the morning. It was about 11 o'clock. I was like, all right, that'll give me time to come back and clean the filter again and get it into shape. And we got it into shape just in time for pictures. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, so. that, that just goes to show that we talk a lot about the relationship that you have with your all of your trusted resources and it's you everything. do such a great job and you know I won't go down that path but I have heard a couple of stories of things that you've done yeah. um, above and beyond even when you're away on vacation so that's awesome so besides the investment so let's talk about health concerns oh man <laughs> health concerns with an unbalanced pool yeah so just because it looks clean doesn't mean it's clean. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can see E. coli. You you can't, but it's there. You can get um, skin infections. You know, the, the blonde kids that get out of the pool and their hair is green. Uh-huh. That's not necessarily a health concern, but that typically means that the metals are too high in the pool. Almost everything that can go wrong with a pool is stuff that you can't see. So it, it's it's tricky. You can get norovirus. You can get skin infections. You can get cryptosporidium. You can get Legionnaire's disease. So, you know, WebMD, these things, don't look at the pictures, but if you really want to, you can. (laughs) So, yeah, almost everything that goes wrong with a pool in terms of um, our clients getting sick, it's things that you can't see. And you're saying a clear pool, these these things could still exist. They 100% do exist. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I may never swim again. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) So on that cheering note, let's go ahead and start with our poolside school. So, Lindsay, what are the five key points for pool maintenance? Yeah, so, again, it sounds scary, but a couple of things that you can do every week to keep to keep the pool healthy. Um, first thing is removal of debris. So when I say debris, I don't mean, like, you know, large tree branches. It's the small leaves. It's, it's maybe um, a little stick that just kind of floats in. It's the pollen. 
it's those um, uh, like petals from mm-hmm. flowers. Um, trees are kind of like my arch nemesis. Um, they're beautiful, just not near a pool. So keeping all of that debris out of the pool helps a lot because that's what algae feeds off of. What do you put in your garden? You put manure because things like to grow. Well, that's great for your garden, but that's not great for your pool. <laughs> you want to keep that that food essentially for algae out of the pool. So removal of debris is, number one, super easy to do. Okay. Um, second thing is circulation. Um, you have to move the pool water. You know, a pond is stagnant water, and it's green because it's stagnant. So circulation helps a lot. I like to tell our clients to run your equipment 18 to 24 hours a day. Mm. Now, 24 hours a day seems excessive, but you have variable speed pumps, which mean they can run at a high speed and move a lot of water, and they can um, run at a low speed and move the water a little. So circulation, running the pump, critical. Otherwise, it's just standing water and, you know, all the things that happen with standing water. Um, Third thing is filtration. We have, you know, equipment pads that have different filters. There are sand filters, glass filters, um, all uh, all kinds of filters. Mm -hmm. There's DE filters with grids. Um, So filtration is really good. Making sure that you have a proper size filter because not one size fits all. It's kind of like... All cars look the same, but if you pop the hood in the car, the engines look different. And that's oh. kind of that's kind of how pool equipment goes. Okay. So good filtration. And with filtration includes cleaning your filter media. You don't just drive your car around and don't put in a new um, oil filter, right? You change it every three, 4,000 miles, depending on what type of car you drive. And how often you clean your filter, I like to say every three months. Okay. Um, in the wintertime, it may not be necessary, but again... We go back to your question earlier and talk about, you know, norovirus, crypto, E. coli. Clean your filters. It's not a big deal, but it helps so much with the health of your pool. Okay. Um, Fourth thing is brushing. This is super simple, but most clients never do it. Yeah. Um, Brush the sides at least once a week and then brush the flat surfaces. The bottom of the pool, not so much. No one's going to brush the bottom of the pool. That's kind of what help what helps with circulation. But brushing is key. Again, any um, surface that, that is on the side and then any flat surfaces. That helps with the filtration, and it stirs up any debris that you can push that the filter can kind of get it out. Okay. Um, and then the last thing, of course, is chemistry. Um, that's kind of what you hire a pool professional for. Um, too much chemistry is a bad thing and there's just a lot of things that you need to be um, worried about you want to watch the alkalinity you want to watch the chlorine and you want to watch the ph you know when you get into a pool has it ever burned before i don't know it's it's happened to me when i was younger yeah so you just want to make sure you're not i call it drugging the pool Uh uh-huh you just want to make sure you're not putting too many chemicals in the pool because you know it's just it's got to be a fine balance yeah So again, the five things, removal of debris, circulation, filtration, brushing, and chemistry. Okay. I really love how you broke it down and explained that to us because it it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, I don't think people should be afraid of a pool. I mean, we've had a pool. Um, You just have to have the right person take care of it. Then you enjoy it. Yeah. (laughs) Hiring a professional is key. Yes. Um, You know, there's, there's always someone who will do it cheaper. And they typically drive around in these white, weird trucks with a pole hanging out. We call those (laughs) one-polers. And what you have to remember is, I'm sure a lot of you don't know this, but um, some of the the chemicals that we put in poles have increased 
300% in the past two years. And so a lot of these one pullers who don't have the buying power that I have, Mm -hmm. they buy the cheap stuff. And the cheap stuff is filled with things that you don't know. And they put it in the water. And again, you're swimming in this water with unknown substances and it's you and your your friends and your family and your pets and so yeah it's really important to hire a professional but then you get called in yeah to come and fix those i do <laughs> and it's really unfortunate because i hate charging clients for something that you know they thought was a great deal mm-hmm. and um if your alkalinity is not properly maintained again you don't know alkalinity you have to test it you can't feel alkalinity um, alkalinity can eat away at the surface of your pool, and then mm. you're going to have to replaster. So $10, $20 more a week can cost way more in plaster. A plaster job can be anywhere from three to $8,000, depending yep. on the size of your pool. So, again, you can always find someone out there to do it cheaper, and that's mm. kind of my biggest battle with people right now is, yeah. you know, inflation and our economy is, is changing a little bit, and everyone wants to – save money but I'm trying to help my clients save money in the long run rather than just save money on that weekly cost so please hire a professional yes just like we encourage homeowners to sell with a realtor Mm -hmm. hire a professional don't don't fizzbo this pool was this scripted (laughs) no (laughs) don't fizzbo the pool don't fizzbo fizzbo the pool I love it well, Lindsay, so thank true. you for taking time to speak with us today. I know I've learned a lot. Uh, yes. Um, but before we let you go, is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know? No, I mean, hire a professional. You don't have to hire me, but hire someone that will, will do right by you and your, your, the people entertaining, you know, by your pool. So, yeah. yeah. Very true. It makes a huge difference. Very good. Well, for those listening, thanks for hanging out with us. And don't forget to subscribe to Welcome to the Top wherever you get your podcasts. Also, leave us a review to let us know how we're doing. If you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss, we want to hear it. So email us at ask at welcometothetop.com and listen to hear us cover it. And of course, yes, we cannot wait to hear from you. I would say stand by email. We're going to have a lot of pool questions probably coming in. (laughs) But thank you guys for listening. I'm Shauna Quisto, and let's keep building for our future. Special thanks to our hosts, Shauna Fernandez and Shauna Quisto. Producer, Bree Westbury. Audio engineer, Mike Maples. Outreach and guest relations manager, Kendall Crawford. And podcast administrator, Sean Ossel. Tune in next time, and don't forget to enjoy your journey to the top. The statements made by speakers in this podcast do not necessarily represent the views or position of the Collin County Association of Realtors, its leadership, or its members. This podcast is not intended to give legal, financial, medical, or other advice, but simply to provide information as a springboard to further discussion and investigation.